you definitely can make money doing it. You can't do it like everybody else does it. You know, you have to be unique. You have to be different, you know, and, and you have to work hard. You know, you have to get your name out there. The Print Press Profits Podcast will explore the enormous potential of creating and growing a sustainable garment decoration business right from your home. Now let's get started. Jim Tenholder, President of ISW, welcome to Print Press Profits. Thanks, Charlie, and I appreciate you having me today. Jim, tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm the president of Imaging Supplies Warehouse. We're based out of St. Louis, Missouri. We're a wholesale distributor that sells into the personalization market. We have master distribution agreements with with companies like Nina Coldenhove and been a great partner of theirs for 10 plus years. Good. And before that, you've been around the digital printing area, you know, before ISW, you worked for one of the OEMs. I did. Uh, before that, I spent my time with Rico. It was Icon. Icon was bought by Rico. I spent my time with them for 12 years selling not only copiers and printers into businesses, but document management solutions and uh, services. I uh, made the transition to, to ISW. It's going to be about, or it's going on nine years uh, in October. Uh, even though I moved away from, from Rico, I still deal with printing technology. I think that's key. And what we found in this industry is that not only do you need to have a good business sense and maybe some graphic sense, but having that digital printing background really helps, you know, exactly. whether it's on the inkjet side or laser side. There's, there's plenty to learn here, but it was nice at least to have that background. Exactly. You, you understood what a toner cartridge was and how to yeah, use it. I, and, and right. what... You know how to put toner on a piece of paper. Now I had to, had to learn how to put toner on a transfer sheet. That's it. And then put it on a shirt or that's a right. thousand other things. Right. Well, that's what we want to talk about a little bit more today is when people get into this business, they want to go, can I make money? Or how do I make money? What do I need to do not to make money? And there's a lot of different components to that. And I think that if you look at the amount of cost in and time versus the amount you can make per garment or per piece, you can make a lot of money for not a lot of time in if you have everything dialed in right and you have the right equipment. It's the way I always think of it. But when people ask you, well, can I make money doing this? How do you answer that? You definitely can make money doing it. You can't do it like everybody else does it. You know, you have to be unique. You have to be different, you know, and, and you have to work hard. You know, you have to get your name out there and find different opportunities. We've heard success stories through a lot of people that have made a lot of money doing this. On our website, we started a profit calculator that shows right. customers how easy and how fast they can start making money. Because our concept behind that was, is we wanted to avoid that initial sticker shock that somebody saw on a piece of equipment, paying $8,000 for a piece of equipment. What's my return on investment? And how quickly can I start making money using this equipment for a piece of equipment that around that price, you're looking at a payment around you know $120 to $150 a month. And so how many shirts, how many hats, how many garments do I need to make in order to make my payment? And then more importantly, start making some money using this equipment. Right. What we do with this profit calculator, again, to, to help customers avoid that initial sticker shock is, is to show them, to say, hey, this is how much the consumables are going to cost in order to produce that shirt. And it takes into consideration everything from the transfer sheet to the consumables within the printer to the, the garment that you're putting on. Right. Then we put in a an average sell price of your price point for that shirt, as well as how many shirts you can do in a day. It gives people real time, real data that, again, allows them to 
be more comfortable with that purchase and see exactly what's required of them to start making money, to see that profit. Right. And we'll put a link to the profit calculator in, in the show notes so that everybody can get a quick look at it and start playing around with it because it's a lot of fun. And you and I went back several years ago. We used to do this in a seminar format with static slides, yeah. static PowerPoint. And still it was very powerful for when people could see that. And now that you've got it, you know, where you've got sliders and, you know, like you said, you can say how many shirts and how much can you charge for a shirt and those type of things and how much money you can make. You know, like right now I've got it set on a hundred shirts a month. So that's 25 a week, which when we're talking the beginner or the the intermediate, okay, that's an order a week probably, or maybe two. If you charge $25 a shirt, you still are making a a monthly gross sales, $2,500 and and your monthly net profit should be about 1,800 for 16 hours of work. You start looking at that ratio and you're like, wow. And I think this would be directionally correct for inkjet. Inkjet's a little different. We had a previous podcast on inkjet versus laser. Obviously laser gives you that speed advantage where you can really crank out more per shirt and the cost is a little bit lower on the backside because laser toner, you don't use as much toner as you do ink, but it's going to directionally give you that idea that, wow, if I get everything dialed in, I can make money doing this and not take a lot of time. Right. So yeah, I I think that that's that's a lot of what we're trying to get across here is that that's another reason this is a good side business for somebody because it doesn't take a lot of time. It, It doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't require a lot of space in most instances. You know, a lot of the people that we sell to are out of their homes. You know, in addition to that, you may already have the technology sitting around your house. Most households will have an inkjet printer. Most households may have a laser printer. You know, there are papers that you don't need white toner in that you could immediately get started by just buying a sample pack of paper Start to produce your own shirts. Right. With a hand iron. Exactly. This is really the most basic building block of garment decoration. But yet, like you say, not a lot of money and not a lot of expertise. And and there's people, companies like your company that can really help people all different ways. You have a great FAQ section and even things like when you buy a Creo printer, you guys ship a tablet. You First thing you take out of the box is not the printer. You take out the tablet and then tablet, go from there, right. right? Right. Again, the concept behind that is we want somebody to be successful with that first print. We don't want them to get discouraged. Listen, we when dealers sell equipment, they're not necessarily making money on, on the equipment. They want the consumer to come back and buy the toners and buy the inks and buy the transfer papers. So that's the ultimate goal. So the quicker we can get a customer up and running and being successful with their product, the better our return comes on, on that product. Yeah, as you said before, the tablets has been very helpful. We have a lot of training videos. So again, that customer can have a, the best out-of-box experience with their new toy as they can. Yeah. So I, I think when people are trying not to make mistakes in getting into this business or upgrading their business, you, they can feel pretty confident that there's a lot of support there. They don't have to wing it. Oh, there's a lot of support. Yeah. You know, you can go online and, and visit one of our channels or even the influencer market right now. has got a lot of information and knowledge um, behind all this all the different types of technology. Right. This isn't some dark secret magic. It really is using standard equipment. It is specialized to some degree, but the laser printers that you guys offer and even the inkjet printers that you got, you know, those are off the shelf. Right. The paper is special, but the inks and toners are standard. And even the software that comes with some of this stuff is specialized. You're only using about 10% of it to really do the job. You're not having to dive deep and learn 
take course after course after course on learning how to use software. You know, and, and Charlie, the biggest hesitation I would say that we get from somebody looking to make a purchase is the design. Well, that design looks great on the shirt, but I'm not a designer. Right. And what you find in the market too now is plenty of sites that offer that ability. So you don't have to be afraid that you're not a graphic designer. You can't make it, it an image look good, a graphic look good on a t-shirt. There's plenty of software out there that's available to that consumer that provides that graphic. I say that the reason that people are successful in this business is that they have good design. The mm -hmm. reason that they get out very quickly is they don't have good design. And whether they do that themselves with the help of software or they hire a graphic designer, and we're going to have a graphic designer on, on a future episode to talk about, you know, you, you may not be able to afford a seasoned pro, but there's a lot of ways you can find graphic designers in your area, community colleges, high schools. Yeah. There's starving uh, designers out there that are looking to not only, they want to make a little money, but they also want to get their designs out there. So there's a lot of ways that you can have professional design done. That's the key. That's what makes it or breaks it. As our mutual friend, Matt Davies always says, the, the way that you tell if somebody's going to really wear something, show it to a teenager. Right. If they'll wear it, if they think it's cool, you're good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it can be a cheap way to, to get a quick look unless it's your teenager, but then that's probably the most right. expensive way to get a quick opinion. Yes. But yeah. I think design is where a lot of people are worried or scared and there are a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of different ways to do. There's a lot of tools out there these days to help with that design. Exactly. To get over, overcome that, that fear. Exactly. So can you make money? Yes. We're not going to tell you how much money you're going to make per shirt. You can you can figure that out yourself based on the cost of the shirt and those type of things. And something like the profit calculator from Creo. You're not going to make a big mistake with equipment. Except, you know, one of our favorite things, and we've talked about heat presses on a, on a prior episode, the time temperature pressure trifecta was uh, an episode right before this. Let's talk about heat presses a little bit because okay. that's where a lot of people, I, I was with you the other day and I just helped a person where they were using a, basically a hobby press and they mm -hmm. were getting bad results. And I'm like, well, not much that's you can the do. reason. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to these different applications, you know, if, if it's heat transfer paper, if it's heat transfer vinyl, the reason why there's certain application directions on there is because they need you to apply those settings to your heat press. What we find between a cheap heat press and a good heat press is the consistency of that pressure and the consistency of the temp. If your heat press is off by 20, 30 degrees, if you have a program to be at 310 degrees and, and it thinks it's at 310, but it, you put a, a temperature gun to it or a temperature strip to it and it, it reads at 260, well, you're not going to get the results. Unfortunately, what we have found out is they always come back and they blame my paper or they'll blame my printer. Exactly. So we have learned to say, well, what heat press do you have? You know, and, and we'll send heat strips to them and say, okay, well, we need you to do some testing or better yet, send me some of the paper that you have. Let me test it in house to make sure to see if I get similar results, because you're right, Charlie, that if you want to produce a quality product, you got to have quality products to produce that, you know, and, and that starts from the transfer paper to the equipment to the heat press, to even the garment that you're putting on. Um, exactly. You know, I was talking to, you know, our marketing director a little bit ago, and, and you could have the best heat transfer paper, the best equipment, the best heat press, and then go out and buy a, a 50 cent shirt somewhere. And, and you're going to ruin the quality of that image. You're not going to get the durability, the washability, the quality, uh, the feel that you would 
if you, if you spent more money, you know, on a good two fifty three four dollar t shirt. So right, what you put in is what you get out, and the same is true in here. And and that's really where you can start. We talked earlier about differentiating yourself. It's not always about price, you know. No, show the quality that you have. That can be a big differentiator. You're not in major production. You know, you're not going to be able to put this in every retail store in, in your town or blanket the web. If you are, you're, you're out of what we're trying to do. You're in true production. You're in big screen right. printing. So e- even though, like you say, there may be a little bit more cost up front to you to have a higher quality garment, at the end of the day, people, it's a wearable art and they're excited to wear the image and that's part of what they are. But on the other hand, if a t-shirt doesn't feel good, if it doesn't drape well, if it doesn't wash well, which is, again, you got to pay a little bit more. It's not going to affect your overall profit, but it will affect your overall reputation. And I agree. You know, and, and Charlie, to, to take a step further, know your audience, know what their expectations are. You know, are you exactly. producing a garment for a fundraiser where, listen, you know, I mean, grant, you know, most fundraisers I go to, if I get a T-shirt, it may get worn two or three times. Right. Um, so I don't need the washability. However, if you're producing team jerseys for a sport team and you know it's going to be washed and dried 10, 20, 25 times, you, you know that you're going to have to use maybe a, a more premium paper in order to produce the desired result for your customer. So right. knowing the audience, uh, making sure you have a true understanding of that job will allow you to make better profits. It's finding that niche and then serving that niche. And you know, a lot of people sometimes... They don't want to tell me or they don't want to tell you too much. They're like worried we're going to steal their idea or steal their market. It's like, no, by no means. I understand that if you're in your neighborhood and somebody says, hey, where'd you get that shirt? And what, you know, I got some guy online, I don't know, you know, or some girl's doing it for me. But but on the other hand, you know, it's, it's finding that niche and serving it well. And the nice thing, as we've said, is all the parts and pieces are available. They work well. You just have to get them set up and learn to work with them. Again, they're not they're not hard to use. As long as you are willing to spend it as you can, I get it. People have to start. We said, look, there's a lot of stories we've heard over the years, as I'm sure you have, about people who literally did start with their home ink jet printer and a hand iron and yeah. started making maybe doll clothes or something like that. And the next thing you know, that they get on Etsy and then here it got here it comes and and you know they grow from there. So you can do that, and but you just have to make sure that you have, over time, the, the heat press seems to be the most important piece because no matter your platform, inkjet or laser, you know, you're going to have to have a good heat press. Yeah, heat and, press, and, and, and like I said, the, the, the transfer paper is important as well. You know, right. not every transfer paper is, is made the same. You know, there's, there's products that are entering the market that don't have the same quality, that don't have the same application success as others. And, and some of these transfer papers can get expensive. I mean, we're, we're talking about some of two-step papers that are, are up in the $4 to $5 price range. Yeah. Um, if you mess up on one of those sheets, you've eaten into your profits pretty significantly. It hurts. So saving 50 cents, a dollar here on a transfer sheet, it doesn't mean much if I'm only getting an 80% success rate, application success rate. As important as that heat press is, again, Go with a quality paper because you don't want a paper that's going to continue to fail for you. Right. Then your environment. I always talk about the room that you're in, that $10 investment of a battery-powered 
temperature and humidity gauge. Yeah. Keep that humidity between 45 and 55%. Get your temperature around 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Also, too, especially with a, the heat press and a laser printer and even an inkjet printer, don't use a power strip. Get those right. into the wall so that you're getting the maximum amount of wattage and amperage, the, the correct amount um, to those machines. Because if you don't, that that's going to cause you issues, too. So, And that can be challenging. I get it. It's hard when you're in southern Louisiana in, in July to maintain those conditions. Right. Northern Minnesota and, you know, in Duluth in, in, in January. But... Do the best you can because that a lot of times, as you and I know, and we're going to have a future episode on this. I got a bad batch. I've already named it. You know, people have had issues and it's like, well, I'm in my garage and and I'm in San Diego and we had rain last week and I'm not getting good results. And it's like, I must have gotten a bad batch of paper. No, yeah. Last week in the Northeast, they had some brutal, extreme cold temperatures and number of service calls that we received just from spotting issues and stuff like that increased. It was due to frigid, dry air. Right. Running technology doesn't like that. You know, put in the conditions that it's meant to be in and, and, and you'll get the, the right results. It seems like a lot to think about, but over time it becomes pretty simple to not think about. One other thing I think that we have a lot and you've really seen in your time in the industry and I've I've seen just exponentially grow is designs on dark fabrics versus light fabrics. Mm-hmm. And, and dark seems to really be where the money is. So oh, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Charlie, those seminars you mentioned earlier, we would go into the seminars and, and we would look, we would scan the audience. And if we had 150 people in there, 125 of them were wearing dark shirts. And that's just it. People, people want a dark shirt. They want... Uh, something that pops on those dark shirts. So there's new technology that that has come on. You know, we, we always talk about the technology. And, and I'll tell you, with, with the laser printers and with the inkjet printers, not a lot has changed or advanced in form of those technologies. You know, the printer is the printer. You know, it's still producing the graphic on the transfer sheet the same way. However, what we have seen improvements on are the transfer papers. That That's where we see the industry growing. They're getting softer. We don't want people coming into the market and when they hear transfer paper thinking, oh, are these like the transfer sheets that I used to buy at Walmart and I used to iron on and they were thick and they were heavy and they cracked after the first time? Because that's not this this technology. And we've always tried to think of a creative new term for transfer printing because it has left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Sure. But the, the transfer papers that are being produced today, we slash cut free, whatever you want, you know, however you want to say it, you know, so that you're, you don't, you, you don't need a cutter or a pair of scissors to cut around the design. They're, they're going to go on there with, without that background. They're giving you great washability, great durability. Um, they're giving you a tremendous feel. And I think that that's only going to improve as the market continues to grow. Direct to film seemed to be the topic of, of 2022 and in the first half of 2023, that's good for our market because it's laying a new set of eyes. Whenever a new technology is introduced to your market, it always brings a new set of eyes to your to your market. They might think they're going to go this route, but you also have an option over here. And, and that's what we've seen at shows and, and events is, is people that are saying, oh, direct-to-film, I've heard of that. Is that your technology? It's not exactly. I mean, we are printing to a film, um, but here's our process, you know, and, and this is what makes our process different. I won't say better, but but different than than direct-to-film. So having said that, I think you're going to continue to see enhancements in, in transfer papers. 
and increase stretchability, durability, washability, everything that that customer wants to see. And it's all revolving around that dark fabric look. Right. I mean, you know, look at my own, you know, my own wardrobe. I mean, it's mainly dark t-shirts. That's what we do. And yeah, there are new emerging technologies. And you're right. I'm also going to have somebody on from some of the OEMs. As much as, as you know, as a as we are a paper mill and it's so hard for us to do small specialty runs, in, in the OEM world, and you work for one and then have worked very closely with another now, for them to develop a new laser printer is really expensive and time-consuming. Very time-consuming, yes. Yeah, get the technology right and then to build the molds to build the plastic parts and then to get them produced and put together. And to get them Holy certified. Cow, you know, <laughs> and then to get them certified. So yeah, it's a process. You know, we've been fortunate that the OEM that we have worked with has kept their technology around for a good bit of time so that our transfer paper manufacturers know the technology that they're working with. Because when you do change just a small detail on this piece of equipment, that transfer paper may not react the same. Right. Yes. The printers remain consistent. They remain the same. It's, it's our transfer technology, the transfer papers that we're seeing tremendous enhancements in. And I do believe that's going to continue the innovation there. And there will be innovations from the OEMs. It may not be necessarily for specifically for garment transfer, but there's a lot of resourceful people that have figured out pretty quickly, okay, this, this could be an option to do something. Let's figure out how to adapt their technology to what I want to do in garment decoration. Yeah, Yeah, I I think that those are other things that people just have to remember that, but don't look away at at light shirts. Like you say, there's a lot of, there's still a lot of great designs and opportunities to to be in light fabric transfer. There is. And not only light, but this technology also allows you to produce small volume. Not too long ago, it was, okay, I went to a screen print shop. I needed a shirt for a fundraiser and I had a 50 to 100 shirt minimum. And that's not the case with this technology. The most profitable shirts, the most profitable jobs could be the short runs. You know, that's where you can get that 25 to 30 because somebody may only need five shirts. And and the technology that we're talking about today gives you that ability to produce those at at an economic price. And customize each one. And customize each one, right. With just a simple click of of your mouse, you know, and or or your, your trackpad, Boom, you totally customize. Oh, you need 10 shirts? Uh, okay, you want everybody's individual name on it? We can do that. What do you need it? I needed it yesterday. You know, and that's exactly. I, we, we call that the Amazon generation, where they've taught everybody that you can get it with anything within. I mean, it used to be a day. Now it's within two hours, I guess, in some instances. But that's programs people's mind, too, to, to say that, okay, when, when do I need, when do you need those shirts by? Uh, tomorrow? Okay. You know, it, you're pushing a deadline there, but again, this technology gives you the ability to do that That's with right. minimal and setup so cost. Minimal setup cost, and to be able to go in and give that kind of customization—that's where you can make that extra couple of bucks a shirt. Right. Other ways people can make a couple extra bucks a shirt: embellishments. Um, talk about a little bit about foils and other things that you can do to add, you know, embellishments to to yeah. to the garment. So, you know, we we, we show a lot of our shirts with a hot stamping foil. Um, which work well with a, a variety of different transfer papers that we have. And again, it's just kind of, it's adding value to that shirt at a very minimal cost, but you are able to, to upcharge the list price, the price of that shirt by, by 20, 25%. Heat transfer foil is very cheap. So you're not spending yeah. a lot in order to produce a, a nice feature on your, on your garment. And it is 
as you know, at a trade show, that's the kind of thing that catches people as they're coming by your booths there, that catches their eye that, you know, that iridescent foil or, or that, you know, sparkly look. And they're like, Ooh, what's that? And, and it, it's not going to be for everybody in every job, but when you can enhance it and people go, yeah, you know, I'll pay whatever that has to be. I don't think of it as you were put it, pulling the wool over somebody's eyes, you know, that, that it doesn't cost that much to do it. But on the other hand, it, it really enhances it and they say, Hey, I, I can really be different. Yeah. And that's what this market allows you to be able it to does. do. So yeah, I think the foils are great. Uh, the numerous colors, you know, you're not restricted to one mm-hmm. color, two color, three color. I mean, we know the color gamut of a printer seems endless. So you're not restricted to just certain colors when you're producing these. That's a benefit. As we said, the ability to personalize it. You're you're not making a bunch of shirts that have the same thing. You could change the name. You can change uh, the font. Um, Something that makes each shirt unique uh, adds value to that product. And and that's easily achievable with with this technology as well. So I think a lot of the messages here are don't skimp out on your equipment as you can. And don't skimp out on your shirt. That's what's going to bring your customers back. Make your money by knowing your equipment, not having many errors in in doing this, and then doing things like embellishments and and quick turnarounds and and listening to your customers. And find events. We talked about the space that's required for some of these applications. And and really all I need is a a small table and I can set up, go find those local events, go go set up a table at at a baseball tournament, at a volleyball tournament. And you'd be surprised how many people will come up and, and they'll want sleeves decorated. They'll want oh yeah, uh, hair bows decorated. It's a gold mine out there, right? It is. And but that's about, and then that's also the other thing that we talked about. Have good design and find your niche. Yeah. The equipment and the process is all there to help you quickly get to that market. So those things we can't help you with as much, but typically people that are looking to get into this business anyway or, or stumble into it, they find that niche. And then it's like, okay, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And the beauty is your company and others, our, my company, we're there. We have the products. We've got everything to help you. We just don't have the ideas in the niche where you need to be. Right. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting run. It's, it's something that we've talked about over the years that if the economy does not recover or if there are layoffs, this is something that you can pick up and do um, while you're looking for another job and, and put income, you know, relatively easily in, into your household. I mean, it's just, it, that's the beauty of yeah. it. You know, so, we saw similar spikes during COVID because people were spending more time at home. Right. When you're spending time at home, they're, they're making money by investing yeah. in this, this type of technology. It doesn't take a lot to start seeing your profits add up. Right. And that's, so I, I think that's the message that we want to convey that there's a lot of help out there. The equipment's relatively easy to use. Maybe not the first time. You're going to mess some up. Yeah. Keep a couple of, uh, you know, test shirts and test, uh, you know, tear them in, in pieces and keep working at it till you get it dialed in. And again, it, it sometimes it's environment. You got to dial it in for where you live and, and the space that you're working, mm-hmm. whether that's an attic, a basement, a garage or whatever, you know, make sure that you have your, your temperature and humidity right. And then if you've got great ideas and great design, the, the world's your oyster. You're going to make good money and the sky's the limit. Well, Jim, I think you've said it all. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I, again, I appreciate the time. I look forward to future episodes with you. I, I know there's still plenty to talk about. You're a good friend and you're a good customer. And I hope you'll be a friend of the show and, and come back. Definitely. Thank so, you very much. I appreciate it, Charlie. All right. Thanks, Jim. We'll talk soon.